0: And the doctors won't tell you that stuff, that, that they can grow with the hormones and they can cause all sorts of problems, miscarriages. You won't be able to go to the bathroom, horrible, horrible things, and you won't even know what's going on until you have to have a massive surgery.
1: Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. When I first started my recovery 11 years ago, I struggled through the textbook-like material on the subject. I wanted to make the addiction and the recovery from it accessible and relatable to more people by telling it in an entertaining way. Well, I'm super excited to announce I've released my first book, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict. so welcome to secret life podcast i'm brianne davis gantt today i'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets we'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others you know those deep dark secrets you probably want to take to your grave or those lighter funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing really how what when where and why of it all Today, my guest is Kamala. Now, Kamala, I have a question for you. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. What is your secret? (laughs) Well, this is actually kind
0: of a a universal secret within the sisterhood of women.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so intrigued. What is it? Well, um,
0: I had a very large fibroid that I had to get uh, surgically removed. And as it happens, so do a lot of other women. But we just don't talk about it,
1: (laughs) Right? Oh, my, me too. Because when you said you were getting it done, you posted something. And I reached out to you. Mm, Yes. And said, me too. It was the worst ever.
0: Yes. And no one talks about it. It's mind-blowing to me. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, my own mom had to have the same surgery. She had to have a hysterectomy because her fibroid was so big. And we, I didn't even know that until my, until my, I had to have my surgery. She's like, oh yeah, I had that too. I'm like, what? Why didn't you tell me? When did she have her surgery? Um, you know, I don't know. It was like, like
1: 25 years ago. Right. So I it was remember. after you, you remember her having surgery and she still didn't talk about it.
0: Yeah. I remember her having, um, she, I just knew she had a hysterectomy oh. and she didn't tell me why. And then, and then all of this time in between this 25 years, she could have just, I don't know, told me that she, you know, cause I, I, we're all at risk
1: and yeah. we have no idea. Yeah, they don't. And that's what happened. I had a miscarriage because of a fibroid. It got so – when I got pregnant, my fibroid, which the doctor did tell me. She was like, oh, you have like a little fibroid. It's not a big deal. But what happens is you get pregnant and those hormones make the fibroid like expand and take over. So it then caused the miscarriage while I was on set shooting, by the way, which was a nightmare. no. On location, away from my husband. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was horrible. But – when did you find out you had a fibroid?
0: Well, I had to go to uh, the emergency room twice because I couldn't pee. Whoa. <laughs> and it was, oh yeah, it was, I, I didn't know what was wrong with me. And um, this was it, right after COVID lockdown happened. <laughs> Oh my God. So worst I was like, I mean, ever the worst. Cause I'm like, I don't want to go to the emergency room because also I don't want COVID. This is when like, this is in 2020, like right when all the lockdown stuff happened and like I was March, just, I, March of 2020. I, I think it was, it was either March or April. I can't remember, but or like okay. the beginning of April, I think. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, so it was like the worst timing. And so I was trying not to go, but, uh, uh so anyway, I had to, Drive to my boyfriend had to drive me to the emergency room and I had no idea what was wrong with me and then they told me it was um, they gave me like a catheter mm-hmm. with a, so I had to pee in a bag which was very glamorous um, <laughs> yeah, yeah so, good times um, good times <laughs> and then um, and then they told me I had um, a bladder infection which. I've had a bladder infection before and this was yeah. very very different. And then right. um so that, and then I had to go to a urologist and then they he told me something else and then uh, they basically gave me antibiotics and said it would go away. I'm like, okay. So it was like
1: an infection or something and it yeah. was making you not pee. All right. Right. And then, Uh so then it had, yeah.
0: Then So I took antibiotics, which I also hate doing because it just strips your stomach and it just, it's not good for you. Then um, a few months later, like four months later, it happened again. And it was like three in the morning and I had to go back to the emergency room and they still misdiagnosed me and said, oh, you must have another bladder infection. I was like, this cannot be right. So, (laughs) So I finally like went to, um, like the best like the UCLA hospital and uh, had a an MRI and then that's when they found I had it was um, the size of a like a a, almost a cantaloupe like (gasps) a a very large yeah very large grapefruit almost a cantaloupe size fibroid and I had no idea and it was blocking my entire bladder it was blocking everything it was like taking over my stomach i was like
1: yeah no idea was it embedded in the line like you're embedded on the side or how do you know <laughs> well, it, that it was
0: um it was on my uterus but it was mm-hmm. so big that it was um, it had fused to my abdominal muscles <gasps> um yeah so,
1: they so gave me a- painful to remove.
0: Yeah. Yes. And so they gave me a couple of options about the, um, what kind of surgery they did give me an option of a hysterectomy. And I was like, I'm not old enough
1: for that. I, I, I would probably opt out of the hysterectomy, especially at your age too. Right. Yeah. And you know,
0: it, you, it, I just, my mom had done that early cause that was, you know, what they had had advised her, right? Yes. Yes. And so, and she had all sorts of problems because of it and it was premature. And so, but what baffles me mostly is that nobody talks about it and until it like,
1: that's what I don't understand. Like, why are we all keeping it a secret? (laughs) Well, because there's something, well, I, lucky yours got caught, you know, caught before you have a child. I don't know if you want to, but that's Mm -hmm. devastating to know that it could have been prevented. And Mm -hmm. that was the reason why I couldn't carry because, Mm -hmm. but they saw it and they still didn't say, you know, this can happen. This can happen. It can expand with hormones and all that. And it's like, why are we keeping our female bodies a secret? Why do doctors do that? And then why don't we as all women be like, I went through this. My period is bad. I'm in uncomfortable pain. I, you know, all that stuff that we don't talk about. Yeah. It's almost like we're shamed into something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why? Why? <laughs> It's, first of all, it's our bodies. We should fucking know what's going on with that. Exactly. We should
0: exactly know. Or, And why isn't there like a separate class, even in high school, about uh, uh, like separated? We should be separated men and women so we can discuss certain things if there's any shamefulness in it. You know, like we should be learning about this. I should have learned about this in high school. I had no idea until I'm like in like in my 40s about any of this. And not to mention that my mom had the same exact surgery. So why didn't she at least tell me? And then I find out that, you know, you and like five other
1: of my friends have had the same surgery. It's crazy. And no one talks about it. No, and I didn't, I haven't talked about it. So I'm just as guilty because mine was five years ago and it was the size of a chicken cutlet and it was the most painful surgery ever and to heal it was worse than having a baby it was worse than having a c-section for a baby that surgery that you have to do how because you just had it right yes I had it in um the uh, January 15th so what that's Mm -hmm. like six months
0: Mm -hmm. and I still am like my my scar it was it was so big that they had to take it out in pieces and they had to it was because it was fused to my abdomen they had to kind of like Well, they had to cut it off the side of my stomach. I mean, like off my abdomen muscles, but they had to yank my uterus up very violently and to get like a hold of it. Then I lost a lot of blood.
1: Like it's a very, very serious surgery. It is. (laughs) Nobody talks about that too, because when I had it done, I, I, no one said that the recovery process is brutal. Like yeah. you're not going to be able to feel your stomach at all. Like yeah, I did you, not. Yeah. It's numb. It's completely numb. No one tells you that. And that your scars like can bump, bump up and then hurt during when you ovulate. I don't know if that's happened to you, but it's so uncomfortable. Well, no, the only the person who told me about this is you. <laughs> <laughs> your After doctor didn't even tell you. I'm telling you.
0: No. No, my doctor didn't even, I'm talking about like, I went to the best, like UCLA, the best, they still didn't tell me how much pain I would be in afterwards. They didn't want to, they didn't want to give me any pain medication. And, you know, I had to like fight for that because I understand that there's a, an addiction with that and stuff, but I don't even like pain medication. I've never, I take I've taken it one time and then I threw it away. I'm not a pain medication person. I don't like it. It
1: doesn't like, I don't understand it, but that's, you know, that's my thing, but Dude, they still I'm wouldn't not, give I, I get it. <laughs> I, I literally hate pain medicine. It makes me feel out of control and like something's controlling me. So I get you, but you need it. I Yeah. I had
0: to tell them, um, I need this because I was cut open. So either I
1: have to go to Mexico and get some, or you just give <laughs> You're me a hobble some. to Mexico because you can't even walk. You can't oh, even no. walk around without hunched over. I that yeah. that's what I remember, like walking and hunching over. Oh, walking forget about. I had to, so you know one of those, this is so
0: embarrassing, but since this is like exposing secrets, I'm gonna yes, say do it. Um, so <laughs> um number one, like. The, uh, my, uh, my boyfriend got me one of those, you know, those, I mean, they're usually for older people. It's um, okay. They, they're like those big booster seats for toilets. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like the donut-y booster thingy. Um, they're, ex- they're like a huge, yes, they're a huge booster seats for like older, old people yes, basically. Yes, yes, so yes. my boyfriend got me one of those. Cause you can't bend down. Like yeah, you can't do anything. So I got one of those. He put it on the toilet. <laughs> well, because you're tall too. So you, yes. like, you
1: have more, you you have more ways to go than
0: <laughs> I know. I know. And so I had that and I was like, oh man, there goes all the romance. But like I was basically bedridden and he couldn't, uh, I mean, I was, he, I couldn't lift up off of the bed. I had to hold on to his neck and yeah. he had to lift me off of the bed, and, like, basically carry me to the bathroom
1: at any time I to go. That's what Mark had to do. It's I know. So, but here's the thing. Like, we all have to have surgery. We all have hardships. But this is not talked about. This right. is not said, hey, this is how painful it's going to be. It could take a year or two to even heal. Like, I mm-hmm. felt like it took a good two years until I felt more connected to my body because it was, like, ripped open. Yeah. And I, I'm still numb. I can't feel anything. I've just now been able to
0: start working out again, and by working out, I mean going on walks. Yeah, <laughs> like I forget it about abdomen muscles. And you know, it, another thing that they didn't tell me either is like after a surgery like this. um, not only am I numb, but I have to massage my scars. No, Nobody told me any of that. Yeah. I And I had to, like, have a conversation with a physical therapist. And she's like, you need to go to a pelvic floor uh, physical therapist. I'm like, what is even
1: that? <laughs> like, nobody they didn't so tell me that. I didn't get that information. See? That's so yeah fucking frustrating that yes because you even when I told you I had it you asked me you're like when am I gonna feel better and I'm like girl you ain't gonna feel better for a long time yeah like, <laughs> yeah they didn't you're tell like, me that what? you told me that I know no. but I didn't get a pelvic floor person to help me that pissed yeah. me off yes and it should <laughs> <laughs> all of this like we should so I mean, why the- are we keeping the why are the doctors keeping these secrets I don't
0: know. I really don't know. And then after my surgery, the doctor was like, Well, I was like, Am I supposed to be in this much pain? Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, because I was like my sister had a C-section when she had a, a baby, and it was like, not like this. No. And, and, and then the doctor was like, Yeah, we probably should have told you um that it was more painful.
1: You know, we should have <gasps> d- I'm like, uh, uh yeah. Yeah. You should have. Yeah, just because <laughs> mentally prepare yourself. It doesn't, they act like it's no big deal. You're just going to go in there. And then you realize once it's done, you ca- literally cannot move. And it is mm-hmm. more painful than a C-section. I've had a C-section and I've had this, and this was 10 times harder to heal from than the C-section.
0: Right. And nobody's, nobody talks about that either. <laughs> or or just that you're, just plainly that you're at risk of this of women or something have uh, fibroids. And if you have this many, and then also it is fed by hormones, Mm -hmm. hormones feeds it. And it can get so big that, I mean, it can kill you. I mean, it's crazy to me that like, it's not talked about, it's not discussed. And even in your situation where, you know, you, um, they're like, oh, it's just a little one, but if you get pregnant, it does get fed by fibroids. They should have just removed it at the time,
1: or at least told you. Course. That could happen if you get pregnant, if you take right. hormone, you know, p- p- pills for IVF, people have inflamed, you know, birth control. The hormones they put in the food is what I'm mm-hmm. thinking because it's just getting so bad. And so many women now are saying, what the hell? Uh, Cause they pump hormones in our food. Oh yes, they do. Oh yes. And also
0: it just, to me it makes me think of this on like a greater a greater scale of society like to whom is it benefiting that we keep all of this medical information secret that can harm us or damage us and and why uh, i just find that very bizarre it's almost like a Um, almost like a conspiracy. Like why, why is this all being kept secret? And it's, it's not just between women, but between teachers, physicians, communities, like
1: everything is being kept a secret. Why? Yeah. Yeah. And men too, because listen, my husband didn't know about fibroids. He didn't know. He lost a child just as much as I lost a child. Yes. Yes. And we were devastated. And I had to go to the hospital four times on location while shooting six.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Horrific. And I, and you don't know until you go through it, but it makes you feel, I don't know about you, but kind of broken as a woman. Did you feel Mm -hmm. that?
0: Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, not only the vanity of, um, of having a scar down there, um, because usually women who have like, I don't have children. So um, usually when people have a C-section, there's a scar, but they don't care because they have a beautiful child. Well, I have one and I don't have, you know, it's like. I have this thing and I I felt violated. Like somebody reached into my body and just stole something, which is kind of what happened, but yeah. it just made me feel violated. And even on the vanity side, regardless of that, but I just felt violated. Um I know. felt
1: the exact same way with that scar before I had my son. Like I have this scar and I feel like, Completely violated, move stuff around. Everything felt Mm -hmm. weird. There, Mm -hmm. you're inside you. It felt, I don't know about you, but I'm very sensitive and it felt like things were not connected properly in in my stomach area. I don't know if you felt that, but I'm like, I can feel things are moving around weird. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) And they were, or somebody went in there and fiddled around in your insides without your permission. Like it's something wasn't right and it still doesn't feel right. I I mean, I'm completely numb. Yeah. People, it's funny because my doctor did say, oh, sometimes, you know, the nerves don't connect and some people don't, never get feeling back. Some people do Some you know, whatever, but it wasn't like she didn't make that big of a deal about it. Like she didn't really explain to me, like the numbness down there feels very strange. It's almost like another person's stomach on top of mine. Yes.
1: It's, and it's, it's you've been disconnected is what right. I, right. Yeah. And they don't tell
0: you that it, there's a little bit of trauma in that because it's like, then you, you don't feel connected to your own body. But even that doesn't, doesn't really encapsulate what it feels like. It's like a violation. And then somebody else, somebody else put their own stomach on yours. And you're like, whose stomach is this? It's just weird.
1: Well, I honestly, I mean, let's get really detailed. I felt really disconnected from my women in part, my vagina. Did you, oh, yeah. have, do you feel that? Cause you just had uh, it six yes. months ago. Yes. Yes. Well,
0: number one, you're not allowed to have sex for months, yeah. but regardless, you don't even want to, because you feel, you feel just violated. Yeah. And you know, it takes a minute to feel like uh, you have to kind of like emotionally, like repair something there that you don't know really. Well, I, I guess I just wasn't really told, you know, that I would feel violated, but yeah. I did. And um, to get back to that space I don't know it's it's again it's like a big secret like no one talks about it and it's 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 very frustrating and I I haven't felt I've just now been able to get like over it but it's it's also so there's also a disconnection with your partner like you know you feel like I don't feel like myself and you know now I have a big scar and you know
1: it just feels weird you know I don't know Well, I I completely agree because I I still told you on one side, on my – not my right side, my left side, there's still like a little bump and like where the incision is and it still Mm -hmm. feels numb. Like it doesn't feel – it feels so uncomfortable sometimes, especially in a bathing suit and stuff where you're not like feeling Mm -hmm. your like sexy self. Right. And it feels very like – I don't
0: know. Just like I've had to – go bathing suit shopping and like cover my scar even though because I don't know there's still some shame in it and I don't know why I don't either it's like either either we're not told and that's where the shame is or I have a scar there and I have no baby to show for it so why do I have a scar there like it just feels weird (laughs) it's like I don't know or like I'm, I'm pretending that I should have had a baby and not I don't know it just feels strange
1: Well, I think for me, when you just said that, what comes up for me is I feel like I should have already knew that it was going to be that way and that Mm -hmm. not being informed makes me feel out of control. Then I go into shame. Like you should have known as a woman, you should have known your body. It's like, I put that, that misinformation on me. Like I'm, not stupid, but just don't know my body well. So it's like this right. cycle where I'm taking responsibility for what the doctor should be doing.
0: That's exactly right. And that is is also interesting because it's like, how can you, it makes you feel, this is probably what, what the feeling is, uh, the origin of the feeling is, is there's something inside your body that can grow that big and you have no idea. Yeah. That's, what's, that's what's probably the violation. It's like, how can my instincts not have told me, you know, that, no, you're not just eating too much sourdough
1: bread. Like there's something wrong with you. (laughs) Like Like something's growing inside. There's a huge fibroid growing inside of you. (laughs) Right. And you have no idea. That's what's
0: weird. It's like all the meditating and all the yoga and something can come in there and grow and be that large, like almost as big as a a cantaloupe. Like that's That's crazy.
1: Yeah. How do you, how do I not know that that's in there. That's like three times the size as mine. I can't imagine how painful that was.
0: Yeah. It's, and, it's, and I still didn't know. Yeah. Like, like, what? I mean, it just doesn't, it feels like a violation of, you know, of, you know, myself too. Like, how could I not
1: know? Well, you here's know? my other question for you are, mm-hmm. okay, this, I don't know if you're going to answer it. You don't have to, if you don't want to, but are you wanting to have kids?
0: No, I don't think so. Um, you know, I, I, I have a niece who I'm really extremely close with. She's actually in the other room visiting yeah. me, but, um, she's like, we we have such a close bond and such an unbelievable primal bond, mm-hmm. um, that I don't feel that need to have a child. Cause I have that love with her, like right. this uh, strange primal unbreakable love. Um, so I, to me, it's never been, if, if I've never been a person who's like, I'm going to get married and have kids. Like, I'm like, no, whatever happens either. in my life. Yeah. I I wasn't wasn't even. Happens, yeah. and So to me, it's like, if it feels right and, and, and that's my path and I'll do that. But,
1: you know, well, I just wonder, did the doctor tell you that it might be hard to have children because that was told to me after, after it was already done. Did they say anything no. like that to you yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They said. So ding, ding, ding. If you have a fibroid and you get it removed, they say it's harder to get pregnant because of your scar tissue internally. Mm, No, didn't say a word about it. Oh my God. What is up with these fucking society secrets? That's so annoying. I
0: don't know. (laughs) And, And the other thing is too, like, I felt shame that I didn't, um, and yes, it's, it's like an institutional secret, not only fibroids, but other things too. Yeah, pregnancies, what you miscarriages, go through, endometriosis, miscarriages,
1: I, and how, yes. common,
0: how common miscarriages are oh God, like, yeah. there's, it's like, nobody talks about it. And it's embarrassing for like, for like our sisterhood as women, like we should, why aren't we exchanging this information? Um, especially nowadays with, with like the currency that is social media and the, you know, it, it, we have the means and we don't do it. And it, it's baffling to me. Well, it's, it's like, starting why? to
1: be said, you know, I do know that it's starting like the, the conversations about miscarriages, IVF, but I had endometriosis. I feel like as women, we've been held down for so long you, you, that now it's starting to bubble up, but I still don't hear people talk about fibroids that I don't know. So no. I'm so glad you came on and shared about it because you've been struggling with it you know yes. the repercussions of not knowing about this thing because if they would have caught it or told you earlier it the surgery would have been so much easier than or, what occurred yes or even my own mother telling me hey i had this
0: so obviously you might be at risk
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> dang you mom dang, dang you. you Bobby. <laughs> but her generation probably wasn't allowed to talk about it too if you think about yeah it. yeah but it's just bizarre like, why don't, why doesn't it occur to us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so grateful that you spoke about it on your IG live or IG stories. And that then I reached out to you and said, Hey girl, I've been through it. T- let me know. And then we've opened this conversation because mm-hmm. this is what needs to happen. These conversations need to be hap- happening right now. Yes. So other women can be warned. <laughs> and younger women, young girls. I yes. have no yes. idea. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for coming on and sharing this secret that you didn't even know you had that, you know, society has this huge secret of women. So Mm -hmm. I'm just so grateful. Is there anything you want to tell somebody if they're going through about to go through it or might have a fibroid, any information you want to tell them?
0: I think, I think people should get them removed. Yeah. And because they can grow. Um, a, a couple of my friends have had them and the doctors are like, oh, Yo, you don't need to do anything. I, I disagree. I think you should get them removed because they can grow and you won't know what's happening to your body. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it might affect you like it did for me, which was devastating. It's like right. two devastating losses at once. <laughs> right. And the doctors won't tell you that stuff that, that they can
0: grow with the hormones and they can, they can so- cause all sorts of problems, miscarriages. Um, you won't be able to go to the bathroom. You, I mean, it, horrible, horrible things. And you won't even know what's going on until it's, uh, until you have to have a, a massive surgery. So, yeah.
1: All right. Yes. Well, f- I hope you heal good. I'm praying for you. And thank you so much for coming on. Seriously, Thank you so much for having me and for doing this. Aww. And if you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time.